the best bits of the week. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. We're rolling. We're rolling, rolling, rolling. Time uh, for the podcast. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, potty time. Yeah. Oh, are we going back to potty again? Morning. Uh, Podcasters, morning. podcasts. Also, I know you said morning, but I'm just, you know, glazing over. Podders. Thank you for being VIPs, valued, important podcasters. Okay. Podders. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much. What we do is uh, please spread the word and tell everyone you know uh, about the podcast because you know what? We actually never shout about it. We we don't even tell anyone. It's probably, it's got the best bits in our eyes of the week on it and always a few added extras. So it's basically the best of our show that we're not even showcasing strip out the music uh, the adverts the news the information and you're left with the stories and um the, the singing stuff. the singing oh no don't make me do that again this week the singing <laughs> and on this week's podcast we have a special guest as well from an actual singer who uh, is coming to dundee soon but more on that later i think we should start with Whenever you, because I've had a lot of people come up to me on this one this past uh, we, uh, few days, I suppose. When have you accidentally injured your child? Hashtag bad dad Webster over there. Um, accidentally took the tip off his, his son's finger when he was trying to cut his nails. Apparently he's a regular. He's a squirmer. Uh, yeah, I blame it on him. Uh, he's not let me forget it. I mean, he was three when it happened, but I'm, I'm not being allowed near my, my boy who's now 10, his nails. I'm not allowed to cut them. Ever. The thing is, right, This ha- that happened and we thought that was pretty bad. However, there has been a lot of guilt shed onto the Wake Up With Webster oh, Facebook page. Hundreds on this one because, you know, sometimes it can't be helped. Little kids, little toddlers like puppies. They're always popping up here and there and, you know, you can't keep your eye on them all the time. So occasionally there's little accidents. So we've brought a couple of calls onto the podcast. Shall we start with Jacqueline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacqueline's is pretty similar to my injury. So let's start with Jacqueline's story. Every morning he used to wake up and go into my dad's bedroom, which was next door. I was only 18. Young mum, he used to go and wake my dad up and stuff. And then when we come out, I would close the door. So as I went to close the door, I heard them behind me sniffing my butt. What? Hang on, you just kind of glossed over that. You what? You heard them behind you? Yeah, because he had a total thing for sniffing everything. <laughs> everything he picks up, you can smell it. So he was just standing behind me for two, a whole two seconds. So I slammed the door shut because the door was really bad for closing. Like the tip of his whole finger was stuck. Oh, no. like, oh. And that was at the edge of, like, at the door hinge side. Oh. And I was no way. So I threw the door back open. He was totally screaming. Oh. Threw the door back open. But there was only a tiny little bit of blood on me, just under his nail bed. I thought, it's not so bad, not so bad. Took him into the bathroom, turned on the cold water tap and stuck his hand under the water and his finger started flapping. Oh, oh no, no. Why didn't but you want us? blood everywhere. I was totally covered in it. He was totally covered in it. You had to go in for surgery the following morning. Stitches. It was that bad. Yeah. Oh, so the finger was saved. Yeah, I felt so bad for ages after that. Of course. So what a scar. Like, stop sniffing stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear it. He's grown up. He's moved on, right? <laughs> That's amazing. Don't look at his finger going, Mum, you did this. Oh. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm sorry. Uh, the thing is, right, a lot of these are going to make you squirm. However... We got we had a, a little bit of a side story on the go because a lady called Libby got in touch with us and said, you need to phone my husband. You need to phone my other half, Barry. So we thought, well, what's going on here? So we got Barry on the phone and 
<laughs> we should really probably just let him tell us, right? This should be part of a comedy show. <laughs> so it was my, at the time, four-year-old son, Brody. About six months ago, we were at the kids' school uh, supporting one of my other children. And as we left the gym hall, we were walking up the corridor. And Brody done a runner right up the full length of the corridor. So he can press the buzzer for the nursery. But he doesn't get into the nursery until the afternoon. And it was first thing in the morning. So the nursery staff come out to see who buzzed the buzzer. And Brody was hiding down behind the table. Oh. And uh, so I went over and I picked him up. And I thought, you know, he's having a bit of a huff because he's not going to go into the nursery. So I thought, I'll try and cheer him up. I'll pick him up and I'll tickle him. So I picked him up upside down and I was tickling his sides. <laughs> but he sunk his teeth right into my private. Oh! Um, what? I, I did that. I dropped him. Oh. Uh, as I dropped him, he kicked the staff member and she spilled her coffee all over the floor as well. <laughs> uh, so it was like the perfect storm. Uh, three of us were sort of wiping yourselves down and, and reacting. Yeah. It, was, it was a little bit of a bad situation. And he ended up drawing blood, which was only discovered later that evening. So <laughs> Blood on your sensitive bits. Yes. Oh, no! I, really... I mean, you're supposed to warn us about stories like this before you tell us. <laughs> I thought it was going to be they opened the nursery door and accidentally hit him in the face. I, I, you know, I really saw that coming. You have produced like a slapstick comedy gold <laughs> moment. I know we shouldn't be laughing, but I take it you are now, Barry. You're, you're chuckling. Yeah, yeah. Up. yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a shock at the time. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> did you recover? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> After a few days. Oh, it was a nightmare. Chompers, right there. So you injured him, but he injured you worse. <laughs> yeah, uh, between me, the nursery teacher, spilling a hot coffee, and the, the burden hitting the floor, it was, uh, it, it was a bit of a disaster. But oh. Everybody walked away laughing in the end. So. Oh. Yeah, we can all laugh about it now, because it's done, it's dusted, and, and everyone's moved on. But still, I don't Ouch. know about you, Claire, but you're not picturing <laughs> that chomp, that bite. Oh, don't. I Stop mean, it. what? Stop it! I was trying to describe it to my my boys on the way home, and they just couldn't get their head right. How did they? Why? Re- no. Holding them up by Why the leg. Why were you talking to your boys about that? Because it's one of these stories that you can't believe. I, you know, I'm like, did you hear that in the show? I can't believe what happened. Did you hear that? Uh, so thank you, Barry, for getting in touch and being so honest. Wake up with Webster podcast. Have you ever bumped into someone famous, but you didn't realise it? Never. Yeah? Never in my life. Do you want to change that never (laughs) to, yeah, last Uh, weekend? Yeah. I was down, a few of my friends were running the Edinburgh Half Marathon and the Edinburgh Marathon. So I was down there, I was at the finish line cheering them on, being the supportive pal. It was ace. Um, And when I was waiting on them coming through, this guy was also waiting. He'd ran the marathon and was waiting on the rest of his team coming through. So we're standing there and we just got chatting, as you do, chat, chat, chat. And someone came over and was like... You got a tap on the shoulder. You know who this is? (laughs) It's like, no. Guy I just randomly started speaking to. And uh, it turns out that he is one of the stars... Of the biggest TV show ever. That nobody's ever seen. Well, Well, us. Yeah, we're the only two that haven't seen it. Uh, 45 million people watched the last episode of Game of Thrones... (laughs) And this fella was in it, one of the main stars of the books and the TV show. And Claire didn't have a clue. Wilf Scolding is his name. And I get, what is it? Rhaegar Targaryen? Don't or get it something? wrong. No, you said Tarragon. I mean, that's a herb. Rhaegar Targaryen, I'm pretty sure that's his name. 
um, his character's name anyway. So he was standing there, we're chatting away, and I had I literally had to just fess up and just say, I'm sorry, I've never seen Game of Thrones. He was all right about it, though, and to be honest, we're now besties. We've been tweeting each other, so happy days. Yeah, that's it. Now that you've spoken, and he responded saying, oh, nice to meet you as well. Uh, you'll be expecting a Christmas card this year. I'll be very disappointed. Exactly. So... We got chatting about when have you interacted with a celeb and Senga, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous of this one actually, Senga in Perth got in touch with this. Obi-Wan Kenobi. 2012 I think it was. She remembers the date I, and everything. Oh, I, I saved the tweet and everything. <laughs> oh, you know, saved into my Facebook. I had tweeted Ewan McGregor because I knew that he was back in Perth and it just happened that I was on Twitter and he was online. Oh. So I just said... Uh, it's my birthday tomorrow. I'm a wedding anniversary. Can you wish me, you know, happy anniversary and birthday? And he'd messaged me back within three minutes. <gasps> oh, yeah. Wow. Me, and I was like, I, I was like this, oh, my God. And my husband's like, what's going on? Because obviously it was like midnight. And I was like, Ewan McGregor's <laughs> just tweeted me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs> and I was like, honestly. And he, uh, I showed him and he's like, oh, my God, you could have scraped me off the ceiling. <laughs> I was just like, I love you and McGregor. Anybody who knows me knows I love you and McGregor. And I was like, oh my god! All right, name three of his films that aren't Train Spotting or Star Wars. Oh god, now you put me on the spot. <laughs> you love him. Um, the Impossible. Yeah. Oh, um, um, uh, oh god, I can't even think. Impossible Two. No. No. Uh, no, there isn't an Impossible. Um, oh god, I can't even think. You put me completely on the spot. Oh, Mulan Rouge. Oh, yeah, Mulan Rouge. He's absolutely rubbish singer on that one, so I'll <laughs> give him that. <laughs> Let's hope he's not in the area listening right now. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. My eight-year-old boy has uh, been beavering away at his school project for months now. It's really cool, though. It's all about Egypt. Yeah, so it's the pyramids, it's the, the pharaohs, the hieroglyphics. The pyramids. Uh, the history behind all of that. The pyramids. And if you think about the pyramids, mm-hmm. uh, as you mentioned several times, uh, you also start thinking about, surely, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. Because the... To bring it to life, and this is great for kids, to to bring a project to life like learning about Egypt, why not encase it in music and musicals as well? So it's a great thing that the school have done. So they've all been learning about Joseph and the songs from the musical. And it was this week, it was all culminating in a performance at school at Assembly. Your son was a bit nervous. We, We talked about this about a month ago on the show and he was a little bit nervous about his line and about singing along. Uh, how was he feeling? Because not only did he have to sing along as part of the chorus, but he also had to learn a line. And it turns out he got a second line uh, it's because he, he did so well with the first line. So, yes, he was, this was playing on his mind. Learning these two lines, remembering them without having a bit of paper in front of you, and then also learning the songs as part of the chorus. So I was trying to go through the songs with him uh, the other night. We were rehearsing it together. And then I thought, I'll test clear out. <laughs> I mean, you test me every morning, but, you know. (laughs) Wake up with Webster Podcast. TFM's Wake Up with Webster. Right, my boys, primary four class, are getting ready for a performance today at Assembly at half nine. I'm going to miss it. Uh, He's been learning for months all about Egypt and about Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. So they're singing songs from the musical today. So I was... um, trying to teach my boy or at least sing along with my son some of the lyrics last night 
And I promised him that Claire could probably nail it on the radio while oh, you're no. listening at Breakfast Club. So I've given Claire just uh, one line. I played it once and I said, right, you've got to learn this. But nah. the problem is you played it once and then when the songs were on and stuff, you were chucking out other random lines to me. And I'm like, no, stop it. Stop you know what? It. Yeah, during that break and during uh, Avicii, I couldn't help myself. I've got it in my, he- I got it in my head now. It's an earworm. earworm. Singing along to it. So uh, we're going to try and nail this now and see if Claire has got it. Remember, the whole Primary 4 class are listening. They'll be judging no you, Claire. I told oh, them no. they can all be little mini Simon Cowles <laughs> and Alicia Dixon's. Uh, maybe not Amanda Holden. Have you seen some dresses she's been wearing recently? Anyway, uh, right, here we go. I thought we could maybe, because it's such a good song, we could maybe take it back a little bit and I would lead you in like I'm a Jason Donovan slash Philip Schofield. Okay. I wore my coat, wore my So his class do the ah-ahs and the chorus parts. Okay. But the big bit is coming up in the middle. Are we going to have to listen to the whole of the song? Here it comes. All right, okay. If you're listening right now, feel free to join in, sing along. This is it, Claire. It's your big moment in the spotlights. Now! A crash of drums, a flash of light. My golden coats flew out of sight The colours faded into darkness I was left alone yeah! 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 Now the trick is going to be oh. stopping me <laughs> Don't make me come round there <laughs> Oh wow Seriously though, good luck to everyone uh, doing this today Honestly, <laughs> I know you've had a, a while to, to practice a bit more than me anyway So you're going to nail it, it'll be fine <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast The best bits of the week I was at the pub last night, although last night could be whenever when you're listening to the podcast. To be fair, it's probably pretty accurate. Um, And I was there with my pal Dave. Now, here's the thing, right? Dave was sat there and he was like, do you know if I was going to be a girl, I was going to be called Claire. Now, it might have been a couple of lemonades, obviously, um, down, but I thought this was ace. Yeah. And it turns out that I wasn't actually supposed to be called Claire. I was Gemma right up until I popped out. So It's weird, isn't it? How parents think, nah, doesn't look like a Gemma. Definitely a Claire. Um, my mum claims I would be called Rowetta if I was going to be a girl. <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe her. Um... Uh, you know, she's a Webster after all. Uh, <laughs> Rowetta? Uh, my boy Logan, named after Wolverine, he still believes that his full name is Logan Stewart Wolverine Webster. I can't believe you got him to believe that. I've told him uh, to continually tell people that that is his full name. You know that he'll have probably done that, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. He also, he also thinks that he can heal so um, quickly, like the Wolverine superhero character. Lost. Um, okay, he's got a power that if he hurts himself, he heals. So my boy, this this is trouble. This means he he's a daredevil now. He doesn't care if he gets injured. He thinks that will heal quickly. I've got the powers of Wolverine. So maybe I should have said he was Wonder Woman uh, instead. What, for telling the truth. <laughs> he's got the lasso of truth. Oh, you know about Wonder Woman, do you? Only because I remember you told me about that from Superhero Day. So we thought, what about your name? Uh, the origin of it. Where did it come from? What would you have been called if you were the other gender? And we got hundreds on this one. 
Some amazing stories about being named after where you were conceived. You can, <laughs> yes, that was brilliant. Victoria Park, by the way. Um, I'm guessing it's the one around our broth area. You can check all these out on the Wake Up With Webster Facebook page and maybe it'll inspire you for what you want to call your kids. Well, there's some nice local ones. Leslie says my son Owen was born during Owen Coyle's stint as St Johnston manager. And when Derek McInnes took over, people asked me if I was changing his name to Derek. <laughs> no, it's a bit too late by then. Uh, we had stuck with Owen. But our favourite, isn't it? It's from Ashley. Do you remember this story? Oh, yeah. She Can says, I just shout? No. Banana! <laughs> no, not as, not as bonkers as uh, Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. Apple. Uh, she says, we had our first son called Ben when I was pregnant with our second. If uh, he was going to be a girl, we wanted to call him Anna after both of our grannies. But her husband pointed out, we can't do that. We can't call him Anna because we've got a Ben. And that would mean when they're shouting them in for tea or when they're in trouble, we'd be shouting... Banana! Ben, Anna! Banana! Ben, Anna! <laughs> Wake up with Webster... Podcast. Now, do we really need a reminder about the saddest part of my year so far in this podcast, Claire? It's sad for you, but I just think it's a great opportunity, to be honest. I was off last weekend at a stag do in London, and uh, I thought, I'm hanging about with all these cool, hip and happening lads that are 10 years younger than me, all in their 20s. And I took my favourite jacket and then misplaced it. I've lost my jacket! Firstly, we should probably point out, if they're in their 20s, probably 30 years younger than you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Can't you tell them I'm, I'm masking my greys <laughs> with black hair dye? Yeah, I which have is noticed that, actually. Coming off on the headphones. Have you noticed that? Coming off... Of, oh, is that what it was? <laughs> oh, my words. And also your pillows. Yeah, my wife's been sending me pictures of... Uh, Black pillows. <laughs> right, tell us what happened on the stag do. I'm not, not allowed to swap the pillows. <laughs> I lost my jacket. This is all I know, but it's, <laughs> it's my favourite jacket. I've had it for over 10 years. It's shared many a magical <laughs> moment with me. It's my go-to summer jacket, and it can't be replaced. It's unique. You know how you get stuff from TK Maxx that's out of fashion, never to be made again? That's where I got it, and it's one of these jackets that I will never, ever find again. Yeah, but it's an opportunity to find a new jacket. One that you love and care and cherish for. You couldn't have cared for it that much if you just left it lying, to be fair. Uh, and you had previous because you left it lying on the plane on the way down. True, true debt. So I'm now sadly thinking about that jacket and how lonely it must be. I, I wonder if someone's taking care of him. Not going to lie, he's probably lying in that lost property somewhere. Yeah, and I'm gutted there was chewing gum in the pocket as well. <laughs> It's a proper Scotsman coming out of me. So I really am going to miss that jacket. It was my favourite thing. So to make me feel better, I wanted to know, what about your favourite items? What have you lost that you still regret and think about in a fond way? Jen called us with this. Um, my husband bought me a lovely leather bracelet for our third wedding anniversary. It was a metal clasp that was engraved with the date of our, our wedding. We'd been at a local pizza hut and <sighs> I went to use the bathroom and as I stood up to turn around and press the flush, at the same moment my bracelet fell off my wrist <gasps> and went away down the toilet. No! What? So you yeah. flushed it. There wasn't even a chance to save it. It flushed. Yeah, it just went no. right down. Did you? Were you watching it in slow motion? Going, no! Yeah, in absolute horror. Yeah. And could you do anything to retrieve it? No, it was it was long gone. So you couldn't say to the the Pizza Hut staff, eh, "Lock all your toilets. Guys. I need to get in these well, pipes." 
I did say that if the toilet um, blocked and it was due to a bracelet, then it was mine. But then they would know. Then they would just blame you if there was any issue with the, with the <laughs> drainage system. Oh, it's that girl that lost her bracelet. Nothing to do with anyone else. Yeah, but it was gone. Oh no. oh, no. Did you manage to get a replacement or anything? No, no, no. Nothing yet, no. Well, it's so Three unique. Back now, so. Yeah, it's one, one of these things that you can, I suppose it can't be replaced. Yeah. So do you no. picture it in your mind quite often, Jen? Um, not very often, but I do think about it occasionally. <laughs> Whenever you hear the word lost, you th- your mind immediately goes back to that moment in the Pizza Hut toilet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every anniversary, I think about it. Oh. <laughs> Wake up with Webster... Podcast. I have a question for you right now. Uh, Claire, you know the answer because you know what's coming up, but I want you to answer this question on behalf of the general public. Okay. Because I don't think, I don't think anyone would utter any other answer than the answer you are about to give. Okay. Name one winner of The Voice in the UK. What would you say? I mean, we know Kelly Clarkson. Won the voice in America. That's the only one I know of, of yeah, that voice. Doesn't count America. We're talking UK only. And of course, we have to go to local Scotsman, Stevie McCrory. Stevie! Stevie! Stevie McCrory. Who won the voice last year? Having a clue. Who won the voice the year before? What? What? No idea. Everyone knows Stevie McCrory, that he won the voice. And he actually had the best selling single from any winner of the voice. Go on, Stevie, and... Uh, he's, he's coming to Dundee! Okay, you took that away from me. Oh, I thought we were doing it in unison. Okay, let's try again. One, two, three. He's, he's coming, coming to, to Dundee! Dundee. <laughs> so, welcome Stevie McCrory to Woo! Wake Up With Webster. Yeah. Stevie, uh, mate, I'm sorry to hit you with this straight away because I've just said to Claire, imagine if we were asked this question, how would we respond but I wonder if you can sum up. Can you tell us what have you been up to since you were on The Voice? It was about uh, 2015. Years, so I mean, I so I mean, obviously since then I've just I was kind of been, been a bit of a whirlwind at the start. You know, like like getting rocketed into fame, and then you know like gigging, and then I had to kind of go along the route of doing it myself as well once because I, I broke away from the management and the record label. But that was. Wasn't so much my choice for the record label, but with the management, it wasn't the right management for me. So since then, I've really just been doing it myself, and kind of as an independent artist, if I'm honest with you, you know, I'm not going to try and lie to anybody, but like as an independent artist with that kind of level of exposure, you do get a lot of great gigs that come your way as well. So I mean, since then, I've just really been just doing it myself, and I've released like an album, an EP. Are you still fighting fires? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I only had a year out. So, so I mean, it wasn't one of those things where it's like you win one of these shows and like you're propelled into stardom. But at the same time, I was on that show and I always came across like, you know, down to earth. And that's kind of the way I am. I wasn't going to try and light myself and go, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to quit a career that I love, you know, on the, on the hope that something might happen. So I just do both, uh, you know, I, I sing along beside the fire service and I'm a dad as well. So I'm not going to leave my kids and disappear across the world. Uh, yeah, it sounds like yeah, exactly. It sounds like you're putting yeah. out fires, like metaphorically yeah. and physically as <laughs> yeah. well, on I mean, all the fans, fronts. The fans still love it as well, you know. Like I think it's amazing that I can have a career as a fireman and I can go out. Like the last kind of hometown show I done was like 600 people, 
So, I mean, uh, to me, that's amazing. That's like best of both worlds for me. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really want out of it. Ever turned up at a, a fire situation and when you've taken your helmet off, people, <laughs> people are like, yes, that's who I wanted. <laughs> Stevie McCrory's here. Oh, exactly. I all the time. That happens all the time. It's, um, I usually try and hide in the fire engine if I can. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's quite an awkward one because, really, as, as you would expect, like some of the situations in fire calls quite are serious. quite serious. Yeah. And then, you know, people are going... Uh, Stevie, can I get a photo and stuff? I'm, like, uh, I'm just trying right to fight now, this fire I'll... for you first, but you know. Sing me a song. <laughs> I'll get a wee photo later. <laughs> so, Stevie, are you are you working on your own stuff now? You're doing your own songwriting as, yeah, as well yeah. as doing covers. Yeah, I mean, the first album was all self uh, self written, but also like I like to do covers as well because that's people love me doing them. A sing along, so yeah. Yeah, I try and mix it along. Like you know, when I go and do my gigs, it's kind of half and half like my own stuff and covers just to keep everybody happy really and how old are your kids uh, one is six and one is five months old oh <laughs> amazing so six year old uh, still doesn't know yeah. that dad's dad's well known and dad's gonna well, get stopped in the street and so on yeah well well, she does like, she knows now because well, I, I was playing a festival in Falkirk on uh, Saturday there and it was a big massive stage and she's looking up at me and, and it's the first time I've kind of looked at her and noticed that she realised what was happening. Because obviously when she was two, I was on the TV. So all she's ever known is people coming up to me and getting photos and, you know, knowing who I am. But it was good to see her actually realising what I actually do now. Well, she probably thinks that that's kind of standard. That's normal. That's all yeah. dads are, are getting photos taken and stopped in the street <laughs> and <laughs> asked to sing. As, as it's usually like that. We walk through the city centres and stuff and I'm usually like, BB, you can take a wee step to the side and I'll get this photo done. Can I say as well, uh, Stevie... You have achieved something that I want to achieve in my life. Oh, uh, no, here we go. And that has become, no, become an answer to a quiz question. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened on a, actually happened on the chase and a few other things as well. Uh, so I thought, you know, if you can't you take that as an achievement. What can you take as an achievement? Eh? Exactly. That's my dream. There you go. That's when it's you amazing. know you've made it. I know, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the good thing is as well about the whole thing was... You know, at first I kind of, I wasn't sure how to deal with it, like going back to work after a year, but that was always the plan to go back to fire service and continue my singing. But now I just look at it as like, it's an amazing achievement. And I could have like quit my job and just like toured like the country and tried to tour Europe and whatever. But it was just a choice I made, to be honest. And, you know, I'm still doing well out it and that's all that matters. And that's uh, why I'm gigging about still. Did you enjoy your time on The Voice? I have to ask because one of my friends actually applied. She got on, uh, she didn't get through the blind auditions, yeah. but her audition was shown and I just thought, that's amazing. But she oh, said yeah. that they, they, they treated her so well, like The Voice was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, see, honestly, the whole experience from the first audition right to, through to winning it was amazing. Like the production company were brilliant and... It was it was a really amazing experience for somebody who'd never like I'd never entered any type of competition in my life and it was other people applied for me and I just kind of like thought it was so amazing uh, they made you feel like a star when you were on it. What I remember is uh, you were of course with Ricky Wilson from the Kaiser Chiefs. He was your yep. he was your captain, wasn't he? Y- yep, yep. Uh, Team Ricky. Uh, who else were the judges apart from uh, Well I Am uh, and Tom, Tom Jones? Jones. Who, it was Tom Jones, Will I Am, Rita Ora, and Ricky. And Rita, all, of course. All, yeah, all of them turned around, and Rita had a wee thing for me at the time. But, <laughs> yeah, but, of course she did. But she wasn't happy when I didn't pick her, so she never spoke to me again. <laughs> <gasps> no, <laughs> like, literally. She did. She did speak to me, but, um, but the thing is, with these, they're, like, they're superstars, you know. Like 
within a few months, they, they almost kind of forget who you are. But at the time, in the day, I made we aura for for chair and stuff, and everybody uh, was quite impressed with that. Eh? So, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> damn it, that's another dream of mine uh, that you've Rita achieved, making Rita fall for chair. Exactly. You've done it all, Stevie, already. Right. And, of course, great, yeah, you're coming up to Dundee uh, next week, yep. next Friday, 7th yep. of June. Uh, have Absolutely. you been up to Dundee recently? I've not been up in a wee while. My mate, I used to go up all the time because my mate ran a restaurant up there uh, and used to hang about there quite a lot. And the last time I played a gig there was supporting someone at Fat Sam's. So this is the first time I've headlined in Dundee. I know it's ridiculous because it's been four years since I was on the TV, but... One thing led to another, and I just never really got around to playing like certain cities and stuff. It was mainly central Glasgow, Edinburgh, and stuff. So I'm just trying to branch out now and kind of head my way, work my way up north, like Dundee, Aberdeen, and all that. Well, you know, this so, is the coolest place to be now. Exactly, just, just right. saying. Like officially. <laughs> so have you got a band then? It's not just you and guitar. You've got a backup, have you? Yeah, yeah. Normally I've got a full band. Like on Saturday at the festival, I played with like a full band, like five piece, but. Because these are a bit more intimate, I've kind of stripped the setback, so it's me and a percussionist, so it's like acoustic, basically, but all live. The uh, the hardest song, I think, in your set, well, at least the one you had to perform when you were on The Voice in 2015, yeah, there's yeah. no way I could handle Leona Lewis. I mean, oh, I know, those oh, vocals. Man. I know. See, to be honest, that was, out of all of them, that was the one I least like singing, because when I sing a, when I sing a cover, I always like to make it my own and try and make it better than the original. Whereas when you kind of go up against Leona Lewis and her range, it was kind of... It's not really much that, you can do. Yeah, I said that to the team and stuff. I went, look, this is just not right. I mean, I should be doing something different. I mean, but they were like, oh, it's cool. We'll get the bagpipes involved and all that. <laughs> like, oh, right. Stereotype well, you. you want. <laughs> exactly. get, get your CU Jimmy hat on as well. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, as, like, as I like a down to earth kind of Scottish person, I'm like, oh my God, people are going to find this really cringe and cheesy. But... God, it worked anyway. So it worked. It matter, it? <laughs> Bleeding love with bagpipes. Who would have uh, thought? Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was the strangest moment ever. You are a very modest man, and it sounds like your feet are still on the ground. And oh, that's what people look for nowadays, this honesty. Uh, right, exactly. I mean, I'm not trying to kid anybody. I mean, I, when I went on that show, I've never seen, I, I don't think I've ever seen any support like it, like in Scotland towards well, any of the TV shows. So, I mean, all the people are out there. It's just trying to get back get them back in and try and get them to see get them to see that I'm playing live just get them along for a wee sing song yeah and of course back when you were on The Voice when you won it uh, people were actually watching it it's uh, exactly it's, yeah it's kind of gone down a bit have you have you kept your eye on it yeah not, I don't really watch it but I, I did have something from the official charts that, uh, a few weeks ago and it was saying that I was the uh, most successful like, winner single and I was only one to go to top 10 and all that and and I know the ratings were really high when I was on it that year. Unbelievable. Well, Stevie, it's really nice talking to you. You too. And we wish you well at the gig in Dundee. Claire, have you got any tips for performing <laughs> at the church? Because uh, I'm, I'm thinking they should get in some swivel chairs just for oh, the bands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, the, all the first front row, all with swivel chairs. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? That's not been done yet, so I'm surprised it's not been done. So feel free to do it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stevie McCrudy on Wake right. Up with Webster. Thank, Thank you guys. so much, mate. Cheers. That's it from us, I think, as well. That's it. Pod done. Ticked off. Another week. Join us again next week. You can check us out, TFM 6 to 10. You should probably get that in. Wake Up with Webster. Good idea. 
Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.co.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6.